broken home survivalist. Hey, hey, you made it back, and I'm assuming you were much entertained by the last podcast when Dwight stopped by and we bullshitted. And based on your feedback, the name of that podcast should have been called Two Dudes with ADHD, basically, because that conversation was all over the place. But hey, that shit was entertaining. And y'all know it because it was one of the most heavily downloaded podcasts that I have put out there. So we will definitely have to have Dwight back in the building uh, to talk some more shit and uh, maybe throw some more interesting stories in there about running across the freeway and all that bullshit turkey leg um so hope everybody had a fantastic thanksgiving um a lot of we're still in kind of a crazy time right now with uh, the holidays and everything that's going on in the world but i feel like this was the first year where most people kind of got back to normal yeah, with their friends and family for that Thanksgiving feast whether or not you celebrate it as actual Thanksgiving or not uh, and uh, yeah so it's a good time to get together just to have a meal get caught up with people um, so uh, let's go ahead and dive in to what we were going to talk about on today's podcast So as everyone is well aware of, we are rolling up into Christmas and um, most people, even if they're not Christians, I noticed celebrate Christmas in one way or another, exchanging gifts because who's going to pass up on some some gifts, whether or not (laughs) you celebrate the actual holiday. Um, No judgment here. But basically, the one thing that I wanted to talk about and remind people of is to please keep in mind that for the most part, all you know, all religion aside, not going to talk deep into that and bore y'all with the rights and wrong of that because that's all opinionated bullshit. But when it comes down to it, Christmas holiday is all about the kids and I hate to see people just get caught up in petty bullshit. It just it just ends up ruining the holiday for the kids. Uh, what I'm kind of, you know, touching on right now is I grew up in a split family, you know, single mom, trying to spend split time here and there with, you know, one part of a family or another part of a family during the holidays. Um, when I got older and, and started to, uh, build a relationship with my father after I met him and it can be hard on the kids definitely to basically be like, you love both parents. They're not in the same house. You want to be able to spend the holiday with both of them. And a lot of times unintentionally mom and dad end up putting the kids in the middle and making them feel guilty 
you know, about uh, wanting to spend time with one parent or the other. And that's definitely like, hell no, don't do that. You know, you got to remember to put the kids first. And if as much as it might hurt our heart to allow our child to go to the other parent for the holiday, whether you alternate holidays or whatever, you you got to be willing to do it. And, you know, parenting's not easy. It's, it's hard. And speaking from my own experience, not just being uh, a kid that was in that situation growing up, deciding between mom and dad, um, but also being an adult that had to share time with the, the kids' mom and how rough that was to me not wanting to be the bad guy, you know, just letting them be with mom most of the time. And I would just take the time that I could uh, here and there. And, um, yeah, I just was hoping that my kids knew I was doing that for them and it wasn't because I didn't love them. Um, There's so many different things going on in the holidays where emotions are just, uh, you know, on level 100 and it's easy to get into fights with each other, you know, like this is supposed to be my Christmas, your Christmas was last year, or you're behind on child support, so you can't have the kids, or, you know, whatever the situation is, just if you are an adult who is in that situation with your children, just please, I I cannot urge you enough, do not use the children as a weapon because this is the one time of year where it's really supposed to be about them first. And if you have trouble, it shouldn't even be a, a question to put your children first. But if you have trouble doing that all year round for the rest of the year, at least try to put them first for the holiday season. You know, put all your emotions aside and forget about how much mom and dad hate each other. And, hey, let's let's work on making these kids happy. And even if it's, let's even kick it up another level. And if one of you can't afford that awesome gift that the kids want, hey, let's go in together. Let's go halves and get that one big gift uh, together and show that show our kids that to make them happy, mom and dad are still willing to work together. Even you know, and that will that right there in itself is an awesome gift. Because especially if the kids are seeing mom and dad hate each other, but they came together to make them happy for Christmas, that right there says a lot. That's really powerful. Um, I just, I've just always been a strong believer in family. And as difficult as it is, you know, I I grew up with, hearing so many negative things about my dad. And then by the time that I met him, uh, he he might not have been a great boyfriend or, or whatever, but, you know, he was a great dad, and I was glad that I got to know him uh, And before he was gone. Now, he's no, no longer with us. Um, so, you know, just basically stressing that your relationship with your child or your relationship with your child's um other parent it doesn't have to reflect their relationship with mom or dad you know you they can still be a good parent even though they were a shitty spouse um 
I think a lot of people acknowledge that. And unfortunately, there's those that don't. And they're just like, you know, fuck them. You know, I'm trying not to make this about uh, the husband or the wife or whatever. Um, but they just be like, fuck them. They cheated, whatever. They're not no good. Um, hey, hey, that that don't mean they, they, they can't be a good parent. So um, anyway, enough on that. So um, I'm trying not to ramble on and on about the same topic of of this but it's just uh hits home for me and um that being said i am going to take a quick commercial break reset and we'll be right back Good evening, brother. Season's greetings to you. Whatever you said, son, I don't want none. No, 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 wait, please, please, sir. See, uh, no, please, please, sir, calm down. See, I'm not trying to sell you anything. See, I just want to spread a little bit of holiday cheer for the Christmas season by singing you one of my Christmas carols. Now, if you like it, then, of course, I appreciate a small donation. If not, then perhaps you could just give me some honest criticism. Well, you can sing what you want, son, but I ain't giving you a dime. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Ah. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to choke a man in his hallway. Hey, bashing in your skull with aluminum baseball bat, swinging for the stands, laughing while your brain goes flat. Ha, ha, ha. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Throw you down a flight of stairs. If you do not pay. Do you take credit cards, son? I certainly do, sir. It is better to give than receive. Have a good day. So one topic that always comes up during the Christmas season when you have uh, two different families that you're dealing with is Christmas gifts. And this is one thing that is really important to communicate because you have two different households that have two different ideas of what proper gifts are. And this is one of the headaches, one of the big headaches, I think, that comes up a lot with this situation because kids get a certain age, you know, when they're, when they're really young, when they're like uh, toddler age or whatever, uh, it's easy to just buy some clothes, buy a couple of, you know, toys that are real simple. Um, nobody's usually getting too upset around what gifts are purchased uh, at the toddler stage. Now, when the children start to get a little older, maybe between like 8 and 12, that's when some questionable gifts start to pop up, which has a lot to do with technology, uh, toys based on weapons. You also have, you know, things like makeup for girls or stuff like that. So the last thing you want to do is ha give your child a bunch of iPads and BB guns and send them to home to the other parent. And th those are things that they don't allow in the house. Um, 
And for good reason. People have all their different beliefs, and some households are stricter than others, and I understand that some parents want to be the fun parent, and that's all well and good, but a lot of these... These are the starting points that create a lot of drama and a lot of arguments. So it's always good to discuss that with the other parent first and say, hey, I understand that you don't allow these things in your house. I really want to get it. Is it okay maybe if I purchase these items and maybe they stay at my house? Or do you want me to just skip on this altogether and we can discuss an alternative, something that's close that we both agree on? Uh, you know, maybe instead of an iPad, we're getting a, a Kindle or whatever it is, just, you know, something that's a, a stepping stone, a uh, little kid friendlier. And uh, instead of BB guns, maybe we're getting Nerf guns or, you know, there's always some type of middle ground to discuss to avoid those um, those arguments later on. And if you again, are a parent that is knowingly getting items that you know the other parent doesn't agree with, that's that's just wrong. You're, and you're sabotaging things almost on purpose. You're, you're making the relationship worse for, you know, it's not even worth it to, to do all that. You want to always stay, you know, always communicate. And the more you can communicate and get along with each other, the you're going to keep situations at a court and you're going to make the child happier in the long run that you're getting along. And it doesn't mean you have to like each other. You just have to love your child enough to respect each other. Um, this is just one of the things, one of the many things that I wanted to remind people of during this holiday season, make sure the gifts are planned. Talk to the other parent. Don't, don't be getting dumb shit. <laughs> Y'all know, you, you know if you're the type, put yourself in check, swallow your pride, and uh, let's wait till the kids get older, or um, at least just be respectful enough to keep those gifts in your house and don't send the kid home with them. Let's move on. Hey! The next thing on my list I wanted to discuss was, was um, sharing time equally. So... Even if you don't have arrangements to alternate Christmas or you have Christmas this day, this year and Thanksgiving the next year, whatever you have going on, if that doesn't work out for you to alternate holidays and the next best step is to maybe one parent can have the kids on Christmas Eve and other parent can have the kids on Christmas Day. The important thing with this type of arrangement is to make sure it's equal time. Um, because I know in my situation, uh, there, there was some times where I would have my kids on Christmas Eve, but what that meant was they would stay the night before Christmas Eve, wake up Christmas Eve, have their gifts, mom would come pick them up like at two o'clock in the middle of the day and they're gone and I don't see them for another week. Um, not really equal time. You don't even really get to spend the entire day together. So simply waking up in the morning and opening up gifts and then getting picked up is not 
that shared equal time because there's just something special about opening up the Christmas gifts and just having, you know, that fun, lazy day of having a, a good meal, hanging out, playing with toy trucks on the floor, video games that you just unwrapped. Um, you know, there's just something special about those moments instead of just open up your gifts, put them in a bag and get in the car and go with mom. You know, you don't, those are not memories and as much fun as the Christmas is with the gifts and stuff it's also about memory parents out there parents out there uh, if you're sharing time but you know with mom and dad are splitting time with the kids just please try to give each other equal time and try to spend an entire day not just opening gifts try to spend an entire day and get that experience in with the kids um, you know, when you get that new bike, you want to spend that time trying to learn to ride that new bike. Don't just pack it up in the car and go. Um, yeah, short and sweet. Let's move on. Hey! Now, today's podcast is not going to be too long. Uh, hey, I got my own things going on at the holidays. I got to get ready for, you know, my, my kids and family, too. So I got a lot of things going on. But last and not least... Is probably one of the more serious, more painful topics to talk about. And that is, one, again, once your kids get a little older, uh, instead of literal split equal time between each parent, it gets to a point where you can tell that the kids really might not want to spend all that much time with one parent or the other. Maybe they are uncomfortable uh, maybe there's you know some just some kind of personal situation at one of the parents house that keeps them from wanting to go there and it's hurtful if you're the parent on the receiving end of that but realistically again this is about the kids so once they get to that age around you know maybe preteen or a little older 13 14 it might be time to just say hey you know I love you I'm looking out for the best for you and wherever you want to spend Christmas, you know, whether it's with me or the other parent, whoever you want to spend Christmas with, I support you and I still love you. I'm not going to hold it against you and make sure you don't get angry with them. Cause again, it's easy to forget that the kids are kids at this age, especially when they're as, as tall as you, you know, you got some, uh, six foot tall, 14 year old, and you're trying to talk to them about you know, stuff that might make you upset. It's easy to try to talk to the, them like a grown-up, but you got to remember that these are still children, and uh, they're extremely emotional, especially at this time in their lives, even if they don't show it. A lot of kids express their emotions through anger. That That's um, especially when you grow up in these kind of split family homes and divorce and drama and possibly alcohol, drug abuse, like whatever is going on. Um, if again, if you listen into my podcast and you know my background, then you probably know the kind of shit that a lot of these kids are growing up around. Um, so they got enough emotions going on themselves. And the last thing they need is for someone to get angry at them because they prefer to spend time with mom or they prefer to spend time with dad. Um, all you can do is try to support them in their choice. So for example, if you know if the kid says, you know, hey, 
if if it's if they're talking to dad and they say, hey, dad, you know, like, I do love you, but I I do want to to stay with mom during Christmas because that's where my other brothers and sisters are, and you know, we have a big meal, whatever they and they feel more comfortable there. Um, that's when again those building blocks blocks from when they were kids come into play where you kept a professional courteous relationship with mom all these years even though again you're not together anymore if you respect each other through those years then maybe you can reach out to the mom and say hey uh, he prefers to spend the Christmas with you I have no problem with that is it okay with you if I maybe stop by on Christmas morning give my best wishes drop off some gifts um, just so that I can still share a little bit of that holiday uh, with the kids. And again, if you uh, carried on this professionalism between each other for the child, most likely there's not going to be a problem unless you didn't do that and it's already too late and you're all at each other's throats, got restraining orders and all that. And I understand that there is situations like that and uh, can make it more difficult and, and there's not, to be honest, there's no easy fix to that. And that's okay because you just having your discussion with that child allows them to know how much you put their feelings first. And you'll just, you know, maybe make up a day after Christmas or the new year or whatever, where you can have a special meal and share some time together to show that uh, you still got that love and respect for your child and you'll receive that back um, because they know that you're putting them first. Uh, with all that being said, I this could this podcast episode could really just go on and on and on. There's so many things, so many topics that I truly want to go over. Um, it's extremely emotional, to be honest. From, you know, what I grew up with, um, there were so many Christmases before I even knew who my father was. There was just so many Christmases where if it wasn't for, for donations through the Salvation Army and other programs, we probably wouldn't have had gifts at all. And I just want to give a shout out to those types of organizations that do that kind of stuff because... It, it really makes all the difference because even though this podcast is based on co-parenting and splitting time, there, there's a lot of kids who are literally just with mom or just with dad. That, that's all they have, and they're struggling to make ends meet, and there's no way that they can even afford to buy proper Christmas gifts. And there was years where... I was getting a uh, drawing paper, a pad of, you know, drawing paper and uh, colored pencils and drawing pencils and maybe uh, some socks and some underwear, um, probably maybe $50 worth of gifts. And um, to me, these were just fine. These were These were good gifts. And the problem was the environment I was in because then I would turn and go to school and everyone at school is talking about their new Nintendo system and all the games that they got. They got their starter jackets. Back then, it was all about the bomber starter jackets. 
Um, and then they're asking me what I got, and I got a lie. I, I remember one year I lied so hard about having uh, Super Nintendo and having all these games, and everybody wanted to come over, and I kept telling them that, we, you know, we were a strict household and that I wasn't allowed to have people over. I was so full of shit because I was just, you know, protecting myself emotionally. And it's strange, the society that we're in, where the, the gifts I had were actually perfectly fine to me, but because of the way I knew I would have been looked down on and the way people made me feel if I didn't have uh, bigger gifts, uh, made me extremely depressed and isolated. And um, so if, you know, if there's by chance any kids listening to this or anybody at the age where they're in school, uh, I just want to, uh, you know, let you know that there's going to be those kids, those quiet kids in school who aren't comfortable talking about maybe what they got. And maybe there's just some creative way where you can make them feel more, um, more comfortable and where they're at in life, let them know that they're accepted. And, and this doesn't mean pity gifts or anything like that, because I know that that is kind of like a big social media thing, or at least it used to be where some kids that couldn't afford much, everybody's recording with their phones and they buy them Jordans and a bike and all that stuff. But in a way, that's almost more humiliating because nobody wants to be put all over the internet uh, as the poor kid that got gifts from uh, the kids at school. And charity... Charity is just that. I think people forget, you know, there there's times when I help people move stuff or I give a couple dollars somebody, buy somebody a meal. Uh, people at the gas station or at a gas, I have them, you know, pull up their car, fill up their tank. I don't put any of that on social media. For all anybody knows, I never do any charity. But I do that because I like to help people and it fe it feels good. I don't do it to put it on social media and get likes. So if there, if you are going to do charity like that for uh, somebody in your neighborhood or somebody in your circle, that's perfectly okay. But don't make it about you. Make sure you make it about them. Do it for the right reasons. Um, again, I'm probably just going to wrap this up. This is Christmas season. All this holiday stuff is, at, in my 40s, is all extremely emotional still to this day because, um, again, those memories of the way I was treated from not having big gifts when I was coming up. And when I see people in my circle now who are buying gifts for their kids that are 500 even a thousand dollars and it's, it's like the kids are just expecting it and wanting more and they get angry if you don't get them hundreds of dollars worth of gifts and it just turns my stomach because even though I'm doing well for myself these days I, I draw a limit like I'm not spending five hundred dollars per child that's just something that I never see myself doing even if even though I'm doing well even if I even though I'm doing well now if I actually became 
on a higher status, if I became a multimillionaire making $10 million a year, I might buy them something nice from time to time, but just the, the, the holiday, something about Christmas time and birthdays, birthday times and stuff like that. What's the point? The, the kids know that I love them. I got, I got a mortgage to pay. I got renovations to do around my house. I got businesses to invest in. Why am I going to break myself to try to buy my love? You know, it's just spend, you know, spend a couple hundred dollars. They know you love them. There's no point in being competitive. Um, okay, <laughs> for real. Okay, for real, I'm done. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. I don't even know what music I'm going to play on the outro. Uh, let me change the mood. Let me play play some of the ho-ho and go that I made. I think this was like a couple years ago. Maybe maybe one year ago. That's not important. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Uh, ho-ho and go by myself. Tyloo Beats on all platforms. Hey, thank y'all for sticking around. The couple hundred of you that there are. And um, I appreciate y'all for listening. And um, <laughs> I apologize for this podcast being all over the place. But hey, during this holiday season, I'm all over the place. So much love. Thank y'all for listening. Much respect to every single one of you. Stay blessed. Take care of the kids. Hey, got this. Later. Ho, ho, ho. Look at your body, sit on my lap, I won't tell nobody. Santa, what are you doing? Tonight is Christmas Eve. Save the hoes for later, the kids are waiting, please. Uh, hush, don't be rude, I know she's in the mood. Oh, ho, ho, she sent another nude. Now Mrs. Claus is my number one, and that won't change, but I'm about to work this hoe. No pain, no gain. Okay, you got the jokes, but this is for real. What if this gets out, Santa? It's a big deal. Well, you're the only one that knows about Santa Claus's hoes. So if this ever gets out of the North Pole, you'll be one dead elf out in the cold. Be a good little elf and wait by the sleigh. Christmas this year might be delayed. Ho, 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 and I go, go. Ho, 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 and I go, go. Ho, 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 and I go, go. Ho, 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 and we go, go. Ho, 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 and I go, go. Ho, 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 and I go, go. Ho, ho,
Exit!